0: Welcome to Global Outpouring, where we contend for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit promised in Joel 228, and we equip for the outpouring so that we may engage in the outpouring. I'm Philip Buss.
1: And I'm Sharon Buss. Welcome to the podcast today. We have with us our very special friend, Pastor Tony Kemp. He has been just such a papa to us. He's an apostle, he's a prophet, and he's just a father in the body of Christ. And we esteem him very, very highly. He's going to be one of our speakers at our upcoming convention 2021, June 29th through July 2nd. And he's going to give us a sneak preview of the message that God has given him how to steward the mysteries of God. You should come. So, Pastor Tony, thank you so much for being with us today. We are just delighted to have you, and we're excited to hear what the Lord is saying to you. So, welcome to the podcast.
2: Well, thank you for inviting me, and I'm just very pleased to be with you and Philip and with uh, everyone who will be listening uh, to our sharing. And I just want to let people know that this is going to be a super season for all of us who are following Jesus. God is getting ready to do great things. And in some cases, for many of us, things we have never seen him do before. So it's a very, very exciting time and I'm in great anticipation of what is next and new. Absolutely.
1: That's what we're feeling too. We're uh, as as the Lord has uh, spoken to me about my message that He gave me the title "On the Edge of Breakthrough." So I feel like our messages are just going to dovetail. I'm really excited about yes. that. So we we first got acquainted with you at um, the Big Tent event uh, that Patricia King was led by the Lord to have in uh 2013 I think it yes, was. Yes, it was
0: November, uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And and we were just so impressed with the way that the Lord was using you. You were on our radar screen for a while before we reached out and and uh, started getting connected and we we asked you to come out to our convention. Uh how many years ago has that been already? 3 <laughs> 3 years ago, maybe 4 years ago. I'm not yeah. sure.
0: Yeah. But I was so amazed at Patricia's conference that you know, Pastor Tony, he was there every meeting. I we we were there for it was like twenty-two meetings in eleven days or something like that. Yeah, and he was just always there. And and normally for events like that, your speaker will blow in, blow up, and blow out. Yeah, that's you know, true. but but Pastor Tony, he was there the whole time, and and uh, he's been with us the whole time in a number of events, and and just hearing what you know, hearing from the Lord and imparting what he hears. Yeah. Amen.
1: And you can go back on our YouTube channel and hear the uh, the event that we had when he was teaching in March of 2020. It was powerful, powerful teaching. So you've got all kinds of things out there, recordings out there on YouTube. And where, where else can people find your resources, Pastor Tony?
2: Yeah, they can. Basically, they can just go to YouTube or they can go to Tony Kemp Ministries, the website, but if basically, if they just put in my name, Pastor Tony Kemp, and go to YouTube, they will find me somewhere because we have lots of, of videos out there, uh, teachings. Uh, we also uh, do personal ministry and, uh, you know, prophetic ministry, healing ministry. So they can find us, they, they, that's all they have to do.
1: That's good. I find you to be a very deep well. I just yeah. always am yeah. blessed, so, so blessed. Whenever I've, I find you on YouTube or, or when you're ministering for us or wherever we happen to connect, I just always get so blessed because I, I feel the power of the living God at work in you. And, and I know that you've paid a price to mm-hmm. get that. You've, um, you've just been walking the walk. So, you know, how did God put it in you to get deeper in him?
2: Um, you know, I, um, I, let me say this. I, I think that frustration is the birthplace of a new move of God in your private life and in your ministry. Mm-hmm. And so what happened to me is I found myself in a place of frustration. Essentially, this is what happened. I looked at my own life in ministry And I looked at what was in the word of God and they did not match. (laughs) And so that started me on a journey, but of course, you know, I had spiritual hunger as well. And um, you know, I I, I wanna say this because this is important. One of the things I discovered was your present pain, okay, has something to do with your future purpose. Mm. And so when you find frustration, Uh eventually sometimes if that frustration continues you find yourself in some uh some emotional distress and in some cases pain because you're not seeing uh what you want to see and so uh one of the things I learned in this was that emotional pain uh literally led to a future purpose because I had to overcome the discouragement I had to overcome the depression I had to overcome that sense of uh, weakness or even failure, and I had to uh, uh, get in the Word of God. And, and one of the things that I did do was I actually, um, you know, I had to feed my spirit, the Word of God for my private life, but I also had to feed my gift. I had to feed my calling, I had to feed the anointing, I had to feed the ministry. And so where I started, because I didn't know what to do, is I started listening to other ministers who were experiencing God in ways that I was not. Mm. And so as I began to do that, I began to, um, my eyes began to be lifted up and I began to see possibility. Mm. And uh, I I particularly had a focus, Uh, I I really wanted to see uh, healings, I wanted to see signs, I wanted to see wonders, I wanted to see miracles. And so what I did was, as I just began to look at the Word of God, and I began to listen to the testimonies of others. And what did they do to get uh, where they were? I mean, how did it happen for them? And maybe if I could find some patterns or some clues or some keys, maybe I could, um, you know, go down that road and see what the Lord could do for me, in me, and through me. Mm -hmm. So that's really how it all started.
1: Wow, beautiful, beautiful. So, give us a sense of what the Lord is saying about where we're going here. This, this title, How to Steward the Mysteries of God, is pretty exciting. I, I've, I've listened to you and marveled at some of the, the experiences that you've had in heavenly places and visions and just experiences in the, the presence of God. So you've got lots of experience in dealing with the mysteries of God. What's the Lord saying?
2: Well, let me back up to some years ago. Okay. Uh, because some of the things that the Lord talked to me about years ago are actually happening now. Uh, the Lord talked to me years ago, um, and I, I, I have to go back, he talked to me about uh, a drought. And and right now, right over there, uh, there's a drought that's hit the United States. Uh, in some ways it's a spiritual drought, in many ways it's a, uh, it's a actual weather drought. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, it's really bad in the West. Um, it's very hot here in the Midwest. And uh, the Lord talked to me about um, not just the drought, but that eventually uh, there would come a famine uh, that would go across the earth. He talked to me about uh, food shortages, water shortages, water contaminations, that there'd be a number of real challenges. And 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 what that means for us is Is that we would have to know the Lord and his ways to see his acts and uh, let me let me give you a a couple of examples of this Um, I I was someplace in uh, Arkansas where there was an incident that happened at a church building and they uh, lost their meter they had no means of having electricity Uh, but the Lord intervened and it was funny because I was with another prophet friend of mine and we landed and uh, that, you know, they have they had no electrical meters, but the electricity was on
0: yeah, <laughs>
2: and uh, the sound system was working and uh, it, it was as if, it, it, was, it was very, very miraculous and this is, you know, this is the thing that probably got to me the most is after the service was over, we were eating and I remember sitting there and there was a table and there was a lamp, it was not plugged in the light bulb was in the lamp and the light was on. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and for, for for weeks or for months, they had power with no possibility. Amen. Wow. And so once we get to know the Lord and His ways, we will actually see wonders. Yeah. And uh, I know that there are going to be some great challenges in the future, but uh, you know, here's what I want to say to people. People are just one word away from seeing the wonders of God hmm. and once once you get that mystery that 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 revelatory mystery you'll see the miraculous
1: yeah you have to you have to get it that it's the revelation it's the revelation part
2: yeah it's the revelation part it's the revelation part and you see you know the, the uh, your ministry is called global outpouring and I, I go back to this because I, what I say to people is this um, your spirit, even though it's in your body, is always in the spiritual realm. Mm. And there is a global outpouring, I mean it's promised in Acts 2, I will out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, young men shall see visions, old men shall dream dreams. Yeah, what, one of the things I see is, um, you know, my human spirit, your human spirit, even though, you know, your spirit's in your body, your spirit's already in the spiritual realm. Okay? Whether whether a person is saved or not, your spirit is in the spiritual realm, even while your spirit's in your body. This is why you can, just on the the side of darkness, this is why you can have a person who hears a, a whisper or gets a feeling to go commit a crime, steal, assault someone, rob that came out of a spirit of darkness that spoke to their spirit and spoke to their mind and they acted on it. Mm -hmm. Well, the Holy spirit is on the inside of us. Our spirit is in the spiritual realm and all we have to do is learn how to tap into our spirit that's in the spiritual realm and become aware of the knowledge, the wisdom, or the discernment of the Holy spirit. Now we can have these times because I had mentioned Acts 2 uh, where it says 17, there is an outpouring of the Holy Spirit and there it can be a receiving of visions, dreams and revelations and what people do because I I did it before in the past as I would say I don't have visions, dreams and revelations. I don't have it. What I didn't realize was I was cursing myself and cutting myself off from my inheritance Mm -hmm. because in Ephesians 1 and 11, It says in Christ you have obtained an inheritance Mm -hmm. and Christ is a visionary, Christ is a revelator. So if I'm in Christ and Christ is in me then I have the possibility of visions and revelations to an outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And so um, the consequence of this can be to give you an example is um, when I left Illinois to go to Missouri to um, plant a church of course there was no money and uh, someone said there's a school building uh, available okay and uh, somebody asked a, a person who was attending the church how big is your God and so that person came back and told me so I went to pray I go to sleep literally I go to sleep I have a dream and in the dream the Lord tells me to offer the owners a certain amount of money, which I didn't even have, we didn't have, okay? So then what happens is, is this woman comes to me from Illinois that I had given counseling to and says, I heard that you need some money. Now, why did she make that offer? It's because she was a wealthy farmer. She she had lost her husband. At one point she had lost her son and they were in a drought and there was no rain so she invited me out to come and pray on Monday nights. So when I would pray on Monday nights, it would rain. So every Monday I would go out and pray and it would rain. Only on her property. To the point that the neighbors began to say, how come it rains on your property and not on ours? And she began to prosper financially. So she comes to me and says, I I hear you need some money. I said, yes I do. Mm -hmm. She secretly buys the whole building 30,000 square feet, auditorium, a commercial kitchen, uh, a basketball gym, wow. everything that we need, she secretly buys it with one check. Wow. Now let me show you, let me show let me you, when, you when, when a person just says, okay, visions, dreams, and revelations are my inheritance, then it opens up heaven and the Holy Spirit falls and you begin to sovereignly, receive visions and dreams. Now, let me tell you the most amazing thing. So a cellular company moves into the area there in Missouri and and the town that we were in is very, very hilly. And so they needed to find a place that was very high and we were on a hill. That church was on the hill and they needed to put up a tower. So since we were in a a church was very high and in the city, they asked us, can we put up a tower? Can we put up that tower for 30 years and we're going to give you a certain amount of money. This is the thing that's crazy. You ready?
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> the amount of money they gave us was the exact amount of money that the woman gave us to purchase the church and we were able to pay the woman back.
1: Wow. Oh, Glory yeah. to God. Now how did that yes. make you feel?
2: Sister I'm telling you It's amazing how a single revelation can get you a a miraculous results. Now this is coming from someone who, who when they got saved, got filled with the Holy Spirit, had no understanding of spiritual gifts, okay? We're talking, we're talking maybe I think I can remember maybe a couple two or three times whether I either had tongues or interpretation of tongues. Maybe a few times having a word of knowledge, praying for people for like 26 years, and maybe 10 people get healed of stomach aches, back aches, or whatever. We're we're not talking about somebody here who had visions, dreams, and revelations and saw miracles. In other words, I I went from nearly almost rarely having any manifestations to seeing God uh, manifest himself, not just regularly, but frequently. So here's my point. If it can happen for me, it can happen for anyone. That's what I'm trying to say to you.
1: So that really changed your life, didn't it?
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Because I began to see God, okay? And see, the biggest thing is this, and I have to keep saying this, because your frustration becomes a birthplace for a new move of God in your personal life, your finances, your church, or your ministry, and your present pain, Yeah. okay, that you pray through that makes you chase and pursue God, becomes a part of your future purpose, where you see God move in ways you've never seen Him before. Yeah. And so what I say to people is, hey, if the Lord the Lord is no respecter of persons, if He can do it for me, He'll do it for you. Hey, yes. Amen.
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Glory. So tell us more about how to steward these mysteries. Is that what you're gonna talk about at this convention?
2: oh absolutely absolutely so let me just uh, let me let me just tell a parable let me tell a couple parables okay Good. out of the mouth of jesus himself just to give people an idea jesus tells this parable of people being invited to a wedding and of course you know everybody has doesn't have time and so then he says go to the highways and hedges and then compel them to come in. So first they're invited and then eventually they're compelled. And so then Jesus tells this story of this king who walks in to see the wedding guest and he sees a person who does not have on a wedding garment. Well, uh, what happened in those days is that you could not attend the wedding of a king any way you wanted. Actually the king would supply each person's wedding garment for them, okay? Mm -hmm. So when the king walks in and sees somebody in there who doesn't have his wedding garment on that the king supplied, he says, I have to dismiss you. So one of the ways in which to enter into the mysteries of God is you need to find out what the king wants, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: what he wants you to put on, what you need to slip in according to his will for you. You need to be clothed with what he has for you, and once that happens, you are acceptable and you please the king, and then you can have whatever the king has for you. But it all begins with finding out what the king wants (laughs) Mm -hmm. and submitting yourself and walking in the way of the king. And so uh, let me give a second parable because this will also help people to understand. Jesus tells a parable of tenants and he says, uh, there's a landlord and the landlord has tenants and uh, he's ready for the produce, he's ready for the harvest and he sends servants and the tenants mistreat the servants and eventually he sends his son and he says, they'll reverence my son, but they kill the son. The reason they kill the son is because in that day, if you kill the heir, the tenants get the land. Oh. And so, why did the tenants uh, kill the son? And what happened that caused the landlord to come after the tenants? Uh, it was this in those days, the law was that a landlord could require up to 50% of the produce. And so, here's the thing uh, Jesus is the landlord. And there is something that he requires of us. And if we give him what he requires of us, we will be blessed and we will see the miraculous. And so just to give you an idea, these parables are really clues. They are keys to to seeing the manifestation of both the presence of God and the power of God in each and every area of our lives. And uh, there, 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 there are other truths Because see here's the thing And, and, and those part are just parables But uh, let, me, let me just mention this In 1 uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 4 verse 1 This is what the apostle Paul says He says let a man so account of us As the ministers of Christ And stewards of the mysteries of God Here's the thing What made Paul have such an amazing, miraculous ministry. And here is the key. In 2 Corinthians 12, he said, because of the abundance of the revelations. Mm. Now here's a man who went from no revelation whatsoever, but after Jesus appeared in his life, he had an abundance of revelations that was so great, he writes two thirds of the new covenant. Yeah. And and, and the revelations were so great that when he gets to heaven, he finds out that God decided to make his letters scripture. (laughs) And so we are living, we are living in the revelations that he stewarded and we are learning the mysteries of God that are causing us to know the master Jesus like never before. Mm-hmm. And there's much more to this, but this is just a teaser.
1: Well, I like I like that uh-huh. teaser. It sure makes me Amen. want to be there. <laughs> so uh, let me let me just uh, go back to one of the messages that you brought at our convention a few years ago. It was a vision that you had that so impacted me. You were you were telling about you were up in heaven and you saw God, the father and you saw the living water coming forth from him.
2: Yeah. Can yes.
1: you, can you just tell us about that? That so blessed me. I think our listeners would love to hear that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's the thing. When I saw God, the father on the throne, well, there's several things I need to say at first. Uh, here's the problem. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't see the, the actual, um, Uh, the actual features of God the Father for two reasons. One was because of the brightness of the light, and the second reason was because of the smoke and the glory. Now, this is what's interesting. Isaiah chapter 6. Now, uh, Isaiah says, um, in the year that King Isaiah died, and that's a very interesting reference because it's a reference uh, to uh, later on, you see, in Second uh, Chronicles chapter 26, where King Azar dies because he tries to occupy an office he doesn't have. He tries to serve as a priest when he's a king. Yeah. And the Bible said he was lifted up in pride. And so what Isaiah is saying here is, is in the year that King Pride died, I saw also the Lord, mm-hmm. and he was high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. But in the Hebrew, it isn't just that the train filled the temple. It, the temple kept getting filled. It kept getting filled again and again and again. So uh, the message is, is that you are the house of the Lord and that when your king pride dies, the Lord fills your temple. And then he said that there was this smoke and that, that there was this cry. The Lord is holy. Well, so so what happens then is I saw this smoke and I, I tested what the apostle Paul said. He said that God is in a light that no man can see through. It. So I tested it. and I thought that Paul was right. But there came <laughs> a point in one of my experiences is that the glory pulled back only on, let's say, the right side, part of the right side of an arm and a leg, because the father had something that he wanted to teach me. And my my heavenly encounter actually uh, started with uh, the father was saying, take take notes and learn. So I, that's when I knew I was there to learn. OK, so for me, it wasn't a feel good revelation. It was a learning experience to It was relational learning with the Father and with Jesus because after I saw the Father, I saw Jesus. But when the glory of God was pulled back, I saw water coming from the Father's right arm and right leg, and it went into the throne, it collected underneath the throne, it came out of the throne, it came out of the temple in heaven that Isaiah talked about and John talked about, it became the pure river of life, and then it goes all the way through the city, and then it actually leaves the city, and it comes up to the earth, Mm. and so my question was, okay, so what am I looking at? And then the Lord refers me to the book of the prophet Jeremiah 2 and 13, where he says, my people have committed uh, two Mm -hmm. sins. One, they have Mm -hmm. forsaken me, the fountain of living waters. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I said, okay, the father is the fountain of living waters. Now here's the thing. And this is part of the mystery. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Mm -hmm. Now, wait a minute. It's 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 where the Apostle Paul says, We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. But the Greek word for treasure is thesaurus. It's a treasure of words. And these words are the mysteries of God. And if and if people will remember in Colossians 2 and 3 says in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Yes. And Paul also teaches let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. And so if I can get a hold of these of these treasures of wisdom and knowledge, if I can get the revelation, the interpretation, the explanation of these words, these living water words. I will see the signs and the wonders of God. That Mm. is good. good.
0: Wow.
1: Yes. Wow. 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 (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm really looking forward to what you have to share at this convention that's coming up and, and you've spoken for us, uh, at least three times. So, so if people want to go out and hear some more of what you've shared with us and and it's been just such deep stuff. You can go to our YouTube channel and put in Tony Camp in searching in our channel. I know there's, that you're out there in lots of other places, but um, I found I found it to be really deep waters what you shared with us, especially what you shared last year uh, regarding the the five levels of uh, of love.
0: Five levels, yeah.
1: Yeah, the five levels of yes. love. And that was such that was an so important. Powerful. Oh my! Important message that people need to understand really critically, critically need to understand. So I encourage people to go out and listen to those. Um, So I'm really looking forward to what you're going to bring at this convention. And for those that that, uh, maybe have never been to one of our conventions, we're holding this convention in our little glory tabernacle in Jasper, well, south of Jasper, Arkansas, about five miles south of Jasper on Highway 7. And it'll be June 29th through July 2nd. People will come and, and stay in some of the local motels and bed and breakfast places and, and cabins. There's lovely, lovely cabins, but it's such a beautiful view.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, this, this is just the gorgeous Ozark Mountains and everything's green. You get on top of the mountain, look down, it looks kind of like broccoli. It's just green, green, green. <laughs> it's the Grand
0: Canyon <laughs> of the Ozarks. They yeah, call yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> so
1: anyway, we, we invite you to come and, and stay, but if you, if you can't get here, you can watch us on YouTube, uh, on our YouTube channel. And uh, you can also go to our Facebook page. You can find it, uh, put in Go Global Outpouring. Uh, or you can go to our website, globaloutpouring.org. We have all the details out there uh, on the events page. And um, just just tune in or come. It's going to be life-changing. Yeah. We, we just always... Uh, even, even those of us that have been going for years and years and years have, uh, have always found it to be life-changing every year. Every yeah. year, God does something special. And we have such glorious worship times. And we don't, we don't go by the clock. You know, some, some uh, meetings have an agenda, and you got to <laughs> be done at a certain time, not, not with us. Not with us. I mean, if your stomach growls, you know, stick a, stick a power bar in your purse or something in your pocket so that you can just just enjoy what God has. Um, somebody said uh, recently, I guess it was on Dutch Sheets, Given 15 not long ago, he quoted someone saying, If you'll kiss me with your worship, I'll kiss you with my presence. And that's what we're going to do in this in this time, yeah. um, Pastor Tony. Do you have any further thoughts that you want to share with us?
2: Well, um, you know, this is the time where the Father really wants to pour out the Spirit of wisdom and revelation on His people, and uh, this is the time where uh, <laughs> you know He He listen. He wants to catch you up into the heavens more than you want to go there.
0: Oh, <laughs>
2: and uh, sometimes, uh, sometimes, sometimes, you know, I, I don't even think I, you know, I, I think that one of the times when I was there, I talked about seeing Elijah and some of the the mysteries of Elijah. But I haven't talked about uh, the uh, the mysteries of Paul, having seen Paul in heaven or Peter mm-hmm. or Samuel. Or uh, you know, just uh, 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 James or John or Jude, and so a lot of times I don't talk necessarily about the experiences that I've had. Uh, you know, I teach the word, but uh, you know, you know, I, 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 I learned a couple of things <laughs> that, uh, that 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 could be helpful uh, uh, that could bring heaven to earth. Amen. And, uh, you know, uh, that's that's what the Father's agenda right now is to just uh, to bring heaven to earth before before he takes any one of us into heaven. Okay. And so mm. these these are keys, ministries, on how to bring heaven to earth and literally impact and imprint, imprint people's lives with the Lord Jesus.
1: Amen. Amen. That is what we're looking for. Hallelujah. Would you pray for our listeners before we go?
2: yes yes holy father i thank you that you're listening to philip and sharon and i and i'm praying father for every point who's listening that you will give each one of them the knowledge of your will and all wisdom and understanding given by the spirit that you'll strengthen them with all might according to your glorious power that you'll give them the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of you that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened that father that they'll know Uh, the exceeding greatness of your power in and over their lives that Lord that you will cause them to recognize that you are more than willing to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond whatever they can ask or think in this global outpouring of the Holy Spirit Lord give them revelation of the now so that the future becomes present now Mm -hmm. and that they can literally be guided and led into the future so they can live in the future now by the spirit of revelation and reality in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for blessing every listener, every son, every daughter, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being with us, Pastor Tony. Wow, wow, I'm getting all charged up. I'm just (laughs) getting ready for this to come. So we just invite everyone to tune in. Or or come to this Global Outpouring Convention 2021 and find more information about it on our website, globaloutpouring.org. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your review helps the podcasting platform suggest this podcast to other listeners who are also looking for a great move of the Holy Spirit. Check out our website at globaloutpouring.org to find out more information, read our blogs, connect with us, and donate. You can also browse our web store for life-changing anointed books. Until next time, this is Sharon Buss. And I'm Philip Buss. God bless you with His overwhelming, loving presence.